I have previews. I have comics. Ah, comics previews. I have previews. I have collectibles. Yeah, collectibles previews. Comics previews. Collectibles previews. Ah, yeah. Previews comic. Previews collectibles comics previews. Previews collectibles comics previews. Shopping time. I have a preview. I have a preview. Ah, long preview. I have comics. I have collectibles. Yeah, comics and collectibles. Long preview. Comics and collectibles. Ah, yeah. Previews, collectibles, comics, preview. Previews, collectibles, comics, preview. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 97 of Under the Call of Eminence. This is a brand new chapter that's coming into our little podcast here, and this is going to be a chapter where I talk about all the new stuff that I just found out that's coming out for comics and collectibles for the month. It'll be coming out in the hopefully near future. Some ends up getting stopped and some we thankfully get. Got to get your hopes up and see what you can spend your money on in the near future. I'm just going to go down through basically like an alphabetical order of what I've found throughout catalogs and stuff. And you can... Decide whether or not you want to buy the things or buy some, buy all. These are things that I thought were looked enjoyable. Outside of all the ongoing runs, I'm not going to get into a lot of the ongoing runs because they're already on their way. And if you're on them, you can get on them. If not, you can jump on them. Whenever, wherever you want, I'll wait till the sale, upcoming sales to catch up with any of those myself. But they got Alien number one coming out by Marvel. Which Marvel's taking their shot at it. At the whole Alien franchise. And they've been doing Alien covers with a lot of the different characters and stuff. But Gabriel Cruz gave his life to Waylon Yutani. In the case of an alien attack, he barely survived. Almost literally. Recently retired, Cruz is trying to patch things up with his abandoned son. With the help of his friend, a bishop model android, but his re-entry into civilian life is not going smoothly, and his encounters with the deadly xenomorph are far from over. Philip Kennedy Johnson and Salvatore LaRocco team up to an all-new tale of the titan of horror and science fiction that has sacred, has scared audiences for decades. No one is safe, no one is innocent, and no one can hear you scream, especially in space. Yeah, it looks interesting. I'm glad that they're doing a new run. They're not basically remaking it just under the Marvel name, so we're going to actually get to have some fun with that, hopefully. Uh, If you're bored out of your mind during this COVID times right now, there's a bunch of great puzzles that are up and coming but one that catches my eye the most is Aquarius Deadpool 3000 piece puzzle that has a ton of different Deadpools on it 
So that looks like a fun one. That's going to be a major pain in the ass to put together. It might take you a good long time and get you through some of this damn quarantine shit. Uh, another Marvel comic. This is a one-shot uh, Avengers versus the man thing. Uh, burn at the torch. <laughs> burn at the Burn at the touch of the Harrower. Critically acclaimed writer Steve Orlando makes his Marvel debut with the blockbuster celebration of Man-Thing's 50th anniversary. For decades, the Man-Thing has haunted the Florida Everglades. Now a new enemy has hijacked his body on a quest to take his incendiary abilities global. We wake to fear as Gargantuan monolith menace cities worldwide with only the avengers standing between the population of earth and a planet-wide inferno can they save man thing in time to douse the fires does the man inside the thing ted salas even want to be saved introducing a sensational new villain the harrower part one of three so you got a new villain up and coming they're letting you know about it, so this is going to be, it's a one-shot, but uh, it mentions that one of three, so that's kind of confusing. So we'll see what happens with it all, but uh, whenever you hear of a new character, you might as well grab that comic, because those are the ones that are up in price in the future, so if the character's worth a shit, I should say. But yeah. Breath of Bones, A Tale of the Go- Golem, The Trade Back, <laughs> Trade Trade Paperback, A British British plane crashes down in a Jewish village, sparking a Nazi invasion. Using clay and mud from the river, the villagers bring to life a giant monster, battle their freedom and future. I don't know why this one just kind of grabbed me. It's by Dark Horse. Written by Steve Niles and art by Dave Watcher. Yeah, something that kind of interests me. They got a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Gallery Vampire Angel PVC statue. It <laughs> It's like I'd like to have an angel PVC that was decent for my shelf, but this one just kind of cracked me up just because David Boreanaz is lifting one leg and they got this like gray smoke. Coming up behind him, I don't know why, but it kind of looks like he's farting. So, <laughs> it just grabbed me. But yeah, Carnage, Carnage, Black, White, and Blood, number one coming out with a bunch of different covers. Uh, it's by Marvel, but I mentioned the Wolverine, Black, White, and Red. Or Black, White, and Red. <laughs> Black, White, and Blood run that I've been reading. And I really like that. So I'm going to grab any of these Black, White, and Blood runs that come out just because I just love the artwork style that way. But I'm sure there's a couple of characters I could find that I won't care about. Uh, they have a Crash Bandicoot for, well, it's Crash Bandicoot 4 selfie, seven inch statue. It's a cool one. A crash is sitting there taking a selfie of himself. So, hipped up. 
there's a create a comic one shot by scout comics it's their first create a comic or young creators can color two different stories uh, whereas one story, yeah, the word balloons have been left blank and the aspiring writers, even those just learning how to make their first letters, get a chance to tell the story as they imagine it. They can even draw their own version of the characters using artwork examples for reference. Some younger kids may need a little help writing, but that's part of the fun, isn't it? Made for kids of all ages and adults who want to share their love of comics. <clears throat> it's a great one for kids to get started out in comics. And I've been picking up a variety of comics that I'm, I've been and going to keep handing out to young kids when I see them uh, that may or may not have an interest in comics yet. And this will help them get started. And a lot of them that I'm starting. I'm keeping on hand and I'm anytime I see like dollar sales or something like that, I'm just going to buy 10 of each when I find them, but anything done by the, Oh yeah. Comics group. And I really like to create a comic one shot. It's like, if I can find a deal on this in the future, I'm going to buy a bunch of these up too. And, and I'm out the kids that I see that look, have potential to be future writers or artist. It's a fun way to get them started. Crossover number five is out. I'm just mentioning that because if you listen to our other podcasts, we've been talking about it and it's a wonderful run. So get your hands on it. If you can, uh, they have Cult of Dracula number one. Source Point Press coming out. Special, special Agent Malcolm Brom. I'm guessing that's a little Brom Stoker's little click there. Arrives at the House of the Rising Sun. The secluded compound is the home of the secretive Ordu Dracula and the scene of a horrendous crime coined the Cult of Dracula Mass Suicides. Mina Murray leads a documentary film crew to uncover the secrets of the serious cult by interviewing its enigmatic leader, Robert Renfield. Either investigator or his is prepared for the gravity of the truce they will uncover. Uh, interesting little Bram Stoker style. Dracula comic coming out. Yeah. Deadpool nerdy nerdy 31 shot. They have a few different cool covers for this one. It's by Marvel Comics. He's the merc with the mouth full of birthday cake. Deadpool's turning 30. And to help celebrate, we've assembled some of his classic storytellers to tell tales of Wade Wilson's birthdays past, present, and future. First birthday with the time-traveling assassins. A sweet 16 party that would make Molly Ringwald weep. A 100th birthday that could only be celebrated in grand Deadpool style. Blow out the candles. Pin the cybernetic arm on the cabal. And open this present just for you. Definitely going to be fun because it's Deadpool. It doesn't matter what he does. He always does good. Yeah, Deja Thoris, Winter's End one shot. I wasn't following any of the Deja Thoris stuff. But then I seen this and I figured a one shot. Check it out. 
she's got my interest because I'm not really into the Arabian Nights style, the uh, Egyptian type characters myself, but Dejah Thoris has saved her world from catastrophic end winter. Now she must help rebuild Barsoom to its former greatness, but certain factions see benefit in keeping Barsoom cold and dark. Deja will need help, and she may find it in the return of her true love, John Carter. <clears throat> and I did not know this was a love of John Carter, so that caught my interest because I like his character, John Carter from Mars. Uh, so that's one I'd check out just to get a little taste of what she has to offer. We got Demon Days X-Men one-shot by Marvel Comics. Um, Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker Peach Momoko comes a Marvel story unlike any you've ever seen before. A wandering swordsman with a psychic blade arrives at village that's being targeted by demons. One demon is black and white, with a terrifying red tongue, and another may be the strongest demon there is. In this stunning kickoff issue of this prestige quarterly story, you'll see a revolutionary reimagination of the Marvel Universe that could only come from Peach Momoko. Ready your katana and enter a mysterious world of demons, monsters, mutants, and magic. Book one of five of the Demon Days saga. Which, again, I don't understand why it's a one-shot if it's 105. But I'm still going to grab it just so I can check it out. Get the, it's one of the few the co- where the cover A, the Peach Momoko cover, is actually catching my eye. I'm not a big fan of her artwork, but we'll have to see. They have a, if you like the Alice in Wonderland Cheshire cat, they have a little clear mini figure of them. It's 2.75 inches from Anesco. Another cool thing, they they have other characters and stuff. When I mention these things, I just like to mention the ones that catch my eye because like this next one, they have a variety of goblets, but the one that I'd like to get for my wife is the Disney's Decorative Goblet, Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas. It's got Jack and Sally pictures on it and stuff. Nice looking goblet. I'd actually like to get a couple of them. But uh, look at coming up now as I just did a big eBay eBay sale on my my eBay store of a huge variety of them. But EC Archives, Tales from the Crypt, Volume 1, Trade Paperback, is they did a reprint of from Dark Horse. That was a popular one that I just sold the original of. Uh, or actually, probably the second print, or it's probably an older one that goes back to like the 60s. Or... But yeah, Firefly, Firefly, brand new verse number one from Boom Studios. That 20 years after the events of Firefly, Serenity soars the verse once again with a new captain, Emma, the daughter of Wash and Zoe. The old crew of Serenity has gone their own way. Now Emma is working to prove herself to Zoe. 
alongside a new crew of castaways and misfits just trying to stay afloat. But when Serenity takes a job from a familiar face, they discover that their new living, breathing cargo is far more than they bargained for and might bring them into conflict with Alliance once again. That's nice that they're doing a re- relaunch of this. It's some new characters. Sounds like an interesting way that they're doing it. It's definitely got my interest. I'm gonna do. I'll, I will check it out. You may or may not hear that the heater kicked in again. So uh, hopefully it won't be too loud that it overpowers me. I'm already halfway through this episode anyways, and I might have to split this into two episodes to get through all these different things since it is, uh, I'm only allowed a half hour at a time. So yeah, check out the Firefly, uh, Grim Fairy Tales. Has some more one shots out there. Still, they're constantly pumping them out. But uh, first one that caught my eye is Grim Fairy Tales presents Bell, King of the Serpents. Serpents, serpents. Uh, a greater evil has been slipping into the Grim universe lately, and not one corner of it will be left safe. Bell is going to find out firsthand as she comes face-to-face with one of the most vicious and deadly creatures in all of existence, the King of Serpents. Yeah, it's got a cool giant Serpent King cover, uh, cover B that grabbed my eye. Then there's uh, Grim Fairy Tales Presents Robin Hood, Cult of the Spider, one-shot. People are going missing in Manhattan. When Robin investigates their strange disappearances, she discovers that they are rumored to be tied to the mysterious spider cult. The further Robin digs into the cult's activities, the more dangerous she realizes they are. And at the center of their web may well be the most terrifying threat she has ever faced, the deadly and evil spider queen. There you get a giant spider. Spider creature on the cover. Gonna see what that's all about. Then you got Grim Fairy Tales presents Van Helsing Black Anus. I mean Anus. One shot. <laughs> Again from Xenoscope Entertainment. Run-ins with vampires, monsters, and all types of nightly creatures are almost as natural as breathing to the famed vampire hunter, Liesl Van Helsing. But something wicked is going after children in the five boroughs, and as Liesl's personal life and nightly adventures are about to converge, she is soon to find out why centuries of children have feared the snatcher of souls. Black Annis. It's a creepy tales from the crypt-looking creature I wanted to cover. Check those out. There's some good Grim Fairy Tales ones. There's some other one-shots out there, too. Uh, from DC Comics, we got Harley Quinn, Volume 4, Number 1. They got a cardstock cover, so that grabbed my eye right away. I'm I'm loving these cardstock covers. They're nice, thick, help protect the comics. 
And he had a cute little Harley Quinn with like broken glass with all the little other characters of her life on there. Bunch of them, Batman, Joker. But uh, ahem. you better read this closely because we've got a red hot relaunch on our hands here. And I should know Harley Quinn here to let everyone know that I got a brand new monthly series here with a brand new status quo. I'm coming back to Gotham City to make up for the sins of my past and help the city recover from the Joker War. But there's no welcoming committee waiting for me, your favorite maid of mischief. And between you and me, some real creeps are working to keep the city broken. We can't let that happen, can we? Rising star writer Stephanie Phillips, my new partner in crime, takes me into a bold new era with her partner in artistic crime, Riley Rosmo, who I gotta say designed a real nice new costume for me. You're not gonna wanna miss this one, folks. Oh, that doesn't sound too much like Harley. Should have used a. I can't even do it right now. Uh, lighter, higher pitched voice. Yeah, check that out. A new run with Harley. I know they're coming out with tons and tons of Harley shit. It's like almost would be getting sick of her if it didn't love her so damn much. But then they got some cool little lunch pails if you need some fun. Lunch boxes for your kitties or for yourself. <laughs> One that I that caught my eye the most is the horror icons Tin Tote the Exorcist. Got her puking all over the cover. <laughs> right there on the cover just before you eat lunch. You can check her out puking. But, yeah. Then of course with a Harley Quinn relaunch. You gotta come along with a Joker Volume 2 number one relaunch here following the events of Infinite Infinite Frontier number one. The Joker is the most wanted man in the world, but the clown prince of crime is several steps ahead of law enforcement, and he's on the run overseas. James Gordon facing retirement. Realizes this is the manhunt of his life and the last piece of a storied career. But what mysterious and deadly forces are also in pursuit of the Joker? And in the backup story, following the events of the smash hit punchline number one, DC's most controversial new villain navigates the infrastructure of Blackgate Penitentiary, while on the outside, Harper Rowe takes up the mantle of Bluebird to stop her brother from falling under Punchline's influence. I don't know what this little bitch has up her sleeve. <laughs> She's just hanging on to the Joker's by his balls, just riding this ride as well as she can. Still unsure if I like the character or not, but she's pretty much stepping in Harley Quinn's universe and I see a good old punishment coming her way we'll see we'll see what happens I don't know why she's riding along the Joker's curtails so much 
we'll see what the future has to offer. I'm not so big on the Joker one, but I'll check it just to see how the storyline goes to start with. I'm more into the whole Harley Quinn stuff. Then Kirby, of course. The character that they made for me after they found it caught me in the late night at one of the taverns around town doing my pool breaking with the sticking a cue ball in my belly button and using my stomach muscles to suck it in and spit it out and do a full rack break, <laughs> which I was popular for back in the day. <laughs> they stole my belly button character and came up with the Kirby character. And I got a couple, they got a few different Cool little character statues. I like the one where Kirby's in. He has a little snorkeling gear on, and he's in like an ice cube type thing on top of a serving tray. It's a volume three figure. The Peldoche, Peldo, Peldoche, I don't know. Peldoche collection, I guess it's from. Van Presto. They also have the one at the better one that I like is they have a little box of three chocolates and in one of the slots it's got a little curry and he's eating up the piece of chocolate <laughs> yeah get those grab those if you can something fun fun to put on your shelf <clears throat> we got from coffin comics we got Lady Death, Malevolent Decimation, number one. And usually there's a ton of different comics, but I'm happy with just the cover A. She's got like a light up lightsaber sword. It's cool looking. But uh, Lady Death has always been the bad girl. But once upon a time, she was absolutely evil, obsessed with annihilation. The diva of death sought to snuff out the entire human race and turn the earth into an endless graveyard for generations. The evil ceiling within the witch's soul lied dormant, forgotten, until now. Something has awakened, a sinister passion that leads Lady Death to the darkest corners of the globe, leaving piles of bloody bodies in her wake. Seeks a mysterious power never before seen by mankind. But for what nefarious purpose? Featuring the key first appearance of the newest coffin first coffin verse characters, Devilock, Demon Hunter Muaji, and the Hoodoo Princess Madame Midnight. Also guest starring La Muerta. So again, you got three brand new characters being introduced. So you gotta grab hold of this. It's written by Brian Pluto 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 Pluto. Ludo Polito, and art by Diago Bernard. Uh, Brian's doing a great job with these different characters, and I will definitely be grabbing this, keeping up with the, all this going on, and seeing what the future has to offer for this run. I don't like that they did a scale bust because the main reason they did this is because of her whole head piece and stuff. Yeah, it's cool looking, but one of the things about a Sakotono, 
Sakotano is the dual swords that she has. I love the way she wields her dual swords. Oh, lightsabers. Yeah, give me a break. I got MS, damn it. <laughs> My brain doesn't want to work the way I want it to. But you can get the Legends and 3D Star Wars, Clone Wars, Asaka Tano, Tano a half-scale bust. It's it's cool as shit looking. She's basically the bases, like a lightsaber handle base. But yeah, it's definitely something to grab onto if you can. And another thing, if you're into the Living Dead dolls, uh, this one you got to grab. I know it's going to be on my shelf. Living Dead Dolls, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark Doll, Mezco Toys. Good one to get if you like the Living Dead Dolls. Uh, I think we're going to end that this episode here, and we're going to have to split this into two episodes, which I can see this easily being a two to three episode thing every month when I do this because there's a lot of stuff I like that's in the catalogs and it's fun to get it out there for people to know what's out there so I will get back to you with part two hopefully tomorrow and we will talk to you again soon be good save your money don't waste it on stupid things because there's lots of goodies to get out there Save up, boys and girls, and I will let you know what you're going to want to spend that money on, spend your allowance on. Have a good day, and speak to you soon.